It's the Kyle Hyman Show on Redeemer Radio. It's really daunting to try to figure out all of the resources that are available to you as like either a young woman like expecting and not having a support system or whatever, like try to navigate that on your own is really difficult. So like having somebody that knows all of them has made all the phone calls already. Um, So yeah, being able to go to crisis pregnancy center to talk about that with somebody. It's time for Morning Jolt with Sister Ignatia Henneberry from the Sisters of St. Francis of Perpetual Adoration. Wake up! So, Sister, how many hours a week do you spend playing guitar? Oh, wow. Or practicing? Practicing a week on a normal week. Um, maybe like two to three. Two to three practicing or is that sometimes playing? Like, Because you play for prayer... Not really. No. Some impromptu okay. like praise and worship or something. Uh-huh. But but if you're having music at mass or something like that at the convent, somebody else does the music for it. Yes. Okay. Yeah, we have the an organ. Uh huh. So that kind of like leads voices a lot better. Okay. So I don't have quite the um, the confidence to lead a whole congregation <laughs> yet, but I'm trying. I'm working on it. Very good. <laughs> yeah. Uh, well. In the past, we've talked about uh, being pro-life, mm-hmm. and one of the things I think pro-life people get accused of often is we only care about the mother giving birth to the child, yeah. and then we don't do anything to take care of the child mm-hmm. or help the, the woman with the pregnancy or the birth, which I just think is the most absurd comment. If you would ever look around at right. what the, the outreaches church does. that the church and its people are doing, and especially with pro-life pregnancy centers Mm -hmm. all across the country and all across the world. Uh, I've been involved with two pretty Mm -hmm. heavily. One, right after college, I got on the board of a pro-life pregnancy center and was able to see all the good work that they're doing. And then my wife is on a board right Mm -hmm. now. And I thought maybe we should share a little bit about what they do, why we need to be supportive of Mm -hmm. these groups and how this can be a resource for people that maybe don't realize that it's available or realize that this could be helpful for them. Yeah. Yeah. And when you're in a, like a conversation and like someone throws that out at you, like, Oh, you don't even care. And yeah. then to be like, wait a second. Yes, we do. Right. And then, but it's good to know what is happening. Yeah. I think one thing that people might think of when they think of a pro-life pregnancy center is that they're the people that are arguing or fighting against an abortion clinic or something like that. Yeah. (laughs) It's, uh, it's interesting. I was in a marketing class Uh in college and the, or my marketing professor was on the board for the local crisis pregnancy center. And he showed us like the front page, like the page that they want the women to see first Uh is all like about them. Like we don't, you know, like we want to talk, like there's nothing about like, you shouldn't do this or like a baby's a baby or like, that's not the message that you want to send. Like that they just, yeah, want you to feel comfortable because you clearly don't feel welcomed or comfortable. Right. You're afraid like, yeah, they're not, that is not the moment to, uh, start, you know, having a argument or, uh, convincing you. Yeah. Like, yeah. And one of the things that I've always been amazed and proud of, I Mm. guess, is that, Every organization that I've seen or been a part of 
it's 100% about loving the individual who yeah. comes in and not pressuring them, mm-hmm. even though like we want them to choose life for the child. It's yeah. not about guilt. It's not about pressure. It's about how can I help you in this situation? Yeah. And how can I walk with you? And regardless of what you choose to do, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I am still going to be here. Yeah. Like if you choose to have an abortion, I'm here for you. Yeah. I don't want you to, <laughs> Yeah. you know, but I'm not going to abandon you or leave you or hate you mm-hmm. because of that. And I just think that's such a, a good message for all of us, I guess, to, yeah. to imitate. Mm-hmm. What are some of the things that you see the pro-life pregnancy centers doing? And uh, there's just so many different resources, I guess. Maybe you can share some of those. Yeah. Um, you said your mom was yes. a part of one. So my well. mom was a part of my hometown, which is pretty small, had a crisis pregnancy center that was fully supported by our parish. Uh-huh. Um, so resources at least uh, there and I'm sure similar resources at like a women's care center and that sort of thing. So like I think baseline is like the free testing. So like free pregnancy tests, mm-hmm. but also like free um, STD testing. Right. I mean, um, yeah, we want you to, to be healthy and like know, like have a, like a responsible claim on your life. Mm-hmm. Um, so that even side of education, but also then a lot of like prenatal care um, and then networking with all like it's really daunting to try to figure out all of the resources that are Mm -hmm. available to you as like either a young woman like expecting and not having a support system or whatever like there are a lot of things available to you but to like try to navigate that on your own is really difficult so like having somebody that knows all of them has made all the phone calls already um so yeah being able to go to crisis pregnancy center to talk about that with somebody i think then the big jump is like it are the centers that are able to go medical um so being able to have a sonogram mm-hmm. being able to at least have like some like prenatal checkups that like if you aren't connected with a doctor yet you know i think that is really crucial and then after you know being able to like bring the child t- to term and give birth and then I think all the education along the way of like, so a lot of these young women have not come from a nurturing home and like experienced good parenting maybe mm-hmm. themselves as a child. So like being able to have like, I think especially like women around you that can like teach you like even the basics of like, no, it's like good to talk to your child. Like, yeah, yeah it's amazing. Sometimes young women don't know that or right. like, well, they can't understand me. It's like, well, that's, <laughs> you know, that's how your baby like learns Effectivity and like mm-hmm. learns um, to regulate their own emotions and like becomes verbal, like to that you talk to them, but like they don't, they might not know. So, yeah, to be able to walk with them, even in those like little things. Yeah. So, and then of course, like help with a lot of them have these like um, little like quote stores to like be able to like, you know, you've gone to some classes and mm-hmm. being able to like, you know, buy and get clothes for your baby and diapers. At, like, yeah. So, just like having low cost like resources available. Um, I think a lot of times we might think that they're just for people that are low income or in a crisis situation Mm -hmm. because they are very promiscuous or whatever. Mm -hmm. But I think it's also a great resource or it, you know, the intention is to be a great resource for anybody yeah. who might be embarrassed about their situation mm-hmm. or you know you don't want to talk to your parents about it mm-hmm. because you know that they're going to be upset yeah. hopefully your parents can handle this well but right 
but, but maybe not. We, uh, yeah. We make mistakes. Yeah. <laughs> and sometimes we don't know how to react in yeah. different situations. And so it can be a resource for anybody mm-hmm. who is not really sure, you know, how to, yeah. how to bring this up. Like, how do I, and like, I'm just nervous about this. Yeah. And I want to double check. Yeah. Like, am I actually pregnant? Right. You know? <laughs> um, but the men and women that work there are there to help mm-hmm. in any situation mm-hmm. that people find themselves in leading up to the birth. And then like you yeah. said, there's resources afterwards too. Yeah. It's not, it's not just you had your baby. Good. That was our goal. We're out of here. Yeah. You good know, luck. Go, go find somebody else to help yeah. you out. But what kind of things do you need? What kind of resources? Mm-hmm. And you talk about people not knowing how to parent. I think even if we did have good parents, there's still a lot we can learn and they've got a lot of resources yeah. to help out. So you just find yourself in a situation like, I don't really know how to handle this thing. Probably a pro-life pregnancy center yeah. near you that can help you navigate some of the yeah. yeah. And they're not going to make you do something that you're not, that you don't want to do. Yeah. Or you know, like even like you feel like, do I need to tell my parents? Do I yeah. not like no one's going to sit there and make you do right. anything. They're right. just going to, be there along the way and also i think they'd be a great resource for if you're thinking of adoption yeah yeah you know a lot of pregnancy centers i'll put that in quotes pregnant like the places that are pitch themselves as helping pregnant women Mm -hmm. uh, wouldn't necessarily provide that as an option or Mm -hmm. at least be very favorable right and so if that's something that somebody's considering you know a Mm pro-life pregnancy center Mm -hmm. would be a good one to talk to i think yeah and a lot of time they have women who work or oftentimes it's women that work there, but you know, people that work at a pregnancy center, a crisis pregnancy center have like even gone through a certification to, to sure. facilitate adoptions and mm-hmm. like know exactly what, you know, the ins and outs and all the legal stuff that might be really kind of daunting right now for you to like yeah. navigate. So, so it's good to like have somebody who knows they can just like tell you straight, like what your options are. And Yeah. And you say mostly women, and I think a lot of times in our head we think this is something that a a young woman goes to on her own, with you know with, yeah. with no man by her side. But I know the pregnancy center in town that that we helped out with, they were really looking for men mm-hmm. that would help out because a lot of times the father comes along, yeah, and he needs some advice or you know doesn't know what he's doing or whatever. Yeah. Again, not that we have it all figured out, but sometimes it's good to talk to another dad who's been through it and say, look, I'll I'll help you out. We'll figure this out. And there's something about having somebody, again, maybe they're not willing to talk about it with their dad yet. Right. Or, you know, maybe dad isn't in the life or whatever. And so to be able to talk that out with another man, sometimes it's helpful. So I say that just as a resource for people that might be looking for it, but also, it's something that we need to be supporting as well. Yes. So if there's a way that you can support financially or yeah. by volunteering in some way or another, it might be sorting clothes. It might be cleaning up, yeah. you know, maybe painting something or, you know, sitting in a counseling room for an hour a week, helping out somebody that, mm-hmm. that needs just somebody to talk to about yeah. it. Yeah. And that there's training that can go with it. If you're like, I, I'm not qualified for that. Well, if you're willing to, or yes. interested, yeah. there's probably some help that they could put you in touch with. And there's videos and all kinds of different resources now that they for have. For sure. Yeah. yeah. I was just thinking, especially for like the young men, like I'm pretty sure the last thing that they need is another like 
you know, middle-aged woman like telling them <laughs> what to do or how they should be acting or feeling like that maybe yeah. might not be, <laughs> you know, yeah, they need, we need more men in the pro-life movement. Anyway. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, and maybe it's just to be on call. And so mm-hmm. whenever we have somebody that comes in and says they'd like to talk to a, a man about it, then mm-hmm. yeah, 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 let's, let's work it out. When, when are you available? Yeah. yeah. Well, you mentioned Women's Care Center. That's a big one here mm-hmm. in the area. They started in this diocese and have moved yeah. all over the country. I think I, I just checked the website. I think it was like 26 different cities that they're in, in multiple locations in some of the cities. Mm-hmm. Um, but also, it seems like every middle-sized, even small town has something yeah. available. And it might be a part-time, mm-hmm. you know, where it's they're either on call or 20 yeah. hours a week or whatever. Or, I mean, a lot of them have pretty decent sized staffs mm-hmm. that are there and mm-hmm. the whole purpose is to help people that are pregnant or have just had a baby right and you realize okay now what do i do this is men a little over my head need some help yeah check them out if you look for pro-life pregnancy center i'm sure it will yeah. come up in a search your parish would know sure yeah. um and then i think maybe even the other if you aren't ready to even talk to anybody um but there's also a lot of um uh, safe haven baby boxes that are like popping up. Right, um, I know right. our hospital in Michigan City has just less than dedicated one. Right, so I mean, right. yeah, finding out about those, it'd be good to just like know where those are. To if you just need to, we just put one in in our town. Oh, wonderful! I think the fire department. Yeah, a lot of fire departments, yeah. hospitals. Um, so another option. All right. <laughs> well, thank you again, Sister Ignatius. It's been great. To make sure you don't miss an episode, subscribe to this podcast in your favorite podcast app. And until next time, remember to leave room for the Holy Spirit.